This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker, and it's our monthly visit with Geneva Town Supervisor Mark Minuti. Welcome back. Thanks, Ted. Nice to be here. It's a pretty busy meeting this time around. Uh, first off, the contract with Aqualogics has been signed to do engineering work for some water projects. And, and you were saying last time we talked, it's pretty specialized work, and they have a very good reputation in the field. Yes, a lot of the towns have worked with them and really like them. They've been to see our, our plant. Um, it's very specialized, and the fact that they're in Syracuse, they install and they service made them the right choice because things can happen, and that's really the brains of your water plant so that our guys in our town offices can monitor the wells, the pumps, and everything 24-7, basically, and see how they're doing, what the levels are, if there's any issues, so that we don't have any trouble with our water system. You accepted the accountant's report. There were just, as we said last time we talked, I think a couple of little minor discrepancies in the audit, but otherwise everything's in pretty good shape. Yes, we always annually we have uh, three different reviews, one of the town justices, the justice court, one of the town clerk, and then one of the overall town records, which I'm in charge of. And uh, um, we usually don't, you know, there's sometimes there's things that, uh, minor things that because we don't have a huge, staff that we don't have extra people looking at things that sometimes under accounting standards they like but no no real issues everything's all the money's where it's supposed to be uh the accounts balance uh, everything looks fine you're working with the county on a reassessment of property uh, is that going to be done in in 2023 is that what i saw Yes, the actual work a lot of the work is done in 2022 so our town assessor it will get some help from the county that, that has a, 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 the real property tax office and experts there. And we also have a, there's a retired county person who, who helps on the side too. And so it's a pretty big job. Uh, they get all the information together this year, um, but the, the assessments, the changes will go out in 2023 and affect the 2023 role. You've also appointed somebody to the Board of Assessment Review. I was talking to somebody recently from another community. That can be a hard job to find someone to do because it consists of having angry homeowners yell at you uh, each year about their assessment. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, we did. And uh, it is. So the Board of Assessment Review meets, I think, usually in June. Um, your choice, once you get your assessment, you don't maybe like it first you can meet with the assessor and if you're not happy there you can file basically a grievance and you go to the board of assessment review which is five people and some of them have real estate uh, experience some do not and they can change your assessment and if you're not happy there then you can go to court so uh, tell us about the crooked lake canal what is that and uh, what are the plans for it yeah, this is really a very interesting, uh, important project. So the biggest tributary to Seneca Lake is the is the uh, Cuca Lake outlet. So Cuca Lake drains into Seneca through the outlet, which is a pretty good sized stream that runs from Cuca into Seneca near Dresden. And um, it's important. And what happens is what we found is that the the water coming out of Cuca Lake is in pretty good shape, but when it gets to Seneca through that uh, outlet, it's not in so great shape. And that's because I think there's a lot of ag, there's a, there's a couple, there's a dump from the old power plant that are in the, in the watershed of, of the outlet. So they drain down into the outlet and there the pollution comes. So 
the canal, there was actually a canal built probably a hundred years ago um, because the outlet wouldn't allow uh, boats, but so they built this canal that kind of runs right alongside of it and sometimes in it. Well, the canal's unused and it's kind of just sitting there. And what they're going to do with this project is reconnect, make the outlets floodplain uh, flow into this canal and create some pools and places where water uh, in a storm will flow out of the out of the outlet and into the old canal where the whole idea in these days is slow water down, get it to go through vegetation or swamps or wetlands where the, the nutrients or other things that you don't want in the water body get filtered out. So it's going to basically be reconnecting parts of the old canal to the outlet. And so that in regular running and especially in storm events, water will flow into there where it will be slowly filtered out before it makes its way uh, into Seneca. And so instead of a big rush through the outlet, it has more, we call it a floodplain. It has, it's reconnecting its old floodplain so that it has time to, to the energy dissipate, it spreads out, it gets filtered out by vegetation. Uh, and by the time it gets to Seneca, it's in much better shape quality-wise. So it's a big project. This is the engineering part, this first grant. Um, and that'll be done this year. And then they'll go out for more money to actually do the work that the engineers say should be done. Um, but it's really exciting. It's an important thing. The outlet is, I guess I said, is the biggest tributary. So making a better uh the water that comes out of there in better shape will really have an impact on Seneca. The town board has scheduled a public hearing on some zoning map changes. What are the proposals? Well, there's a planned unit development. Um, I don't know if we ever talked about that. So uh, Jacob Fox right. is, is under contract to buy, I think it's about 60 acres that was part of, um, it was old Red Jacket Orchard. The trees were removed, and it's on the west side of, of 14, Route 14, um, you know, about across from the Geneva Country Club next to Big Alice Brewery, if you have an idea. And it's back up on the west. And he has a very interesting plan. You know, he's been into, he's into sustainability things, and he's going to do some sustainable farming, including what's called uh, uh, silvoculture where you have trees as well, some animals, like the farms of yesteryear where you have uh, crops, a few animals, which actually work together, um, not use artificial fertilizers. Um, he might, he's gonna have, he's gotten the plan, some yurts for some tourism, uh, people that wanna come and see a working uh, sustainable farm operation. The good part for the lake and for us is that most of it, it's not a heavy uh, development project. Uh, most of the land will remain undeveloped, meaning, you know, no, not buildings, not blacktop, that kind of stuff. Although he does have a couple of uh, residential homes in there, one for himself and maybe one for another person. Um, so that's a, a planned unit development. We, 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 that area is, is even though it was an orchard, is zoned R1, either R1 or R2. And a planned unit development allows you to have mixed uses. So you've got residential along with the farming, along with some tourism. Um, so it's really, it's a nice, interesting project. And uh, 
there's a public hearing that'll be set on April 12th. So we scheduled the public hearing, accept the first, the law, and people can come and the plans are, I think they're on our website or they will be, and uh, come and speak to it if they like to. Uh, Community Broadband has been using the water tower at the intersection of 5 and 20 and Preemption Road for one of their distribution points for their internet. You formalized a lease agreement for that tower. So the tower is no longer used for water service, right? Right. The tower was taken out of service um, at least three or four years ago. We used to pump water up into that tower and distribute it to that northern, northern central side of the town. But Instead, we have water that comes from our plant, goes through the town of Seneca, and then loops around and comes down 5 and 20. So we eliminated the tower and just connected, ran some uh, line up to where the town of Seneca stops and then into the town of Geneva. So we didn't need the water tower anymore. And uh, actually, when we first let them on there, we let them on there for nothing because they were going to help get areas of the town that didn't have access to high-speed internet access, and that's worked. And now they've been doing quite well, and they've got uh, they've got facilities on a bunch of different high spaces. But we thought, you know, we should get something for this now, and so they're providing internet service to the town hall and to the town facilities on White Springs Road. Um, so we signed a lease agreement, which really formalizes it. Um, so we get about worth about $150 a month in benefit. They're also paying the electric that goes with that tower that they use um, and they get their tower. So, and they've been doing, you know, I know quite a few people now that have been connected and that couldn't get connected before by fiber because it was too expensive. You know, there was just a few houses on the road and these guys have been able to get them high speed internet. We've talked about CCMI's plans. Uh, they just took one more step forward. You formalized the agreement for them to receive community development block grant funds. Yeah, so the town community development block grant funds go to a municipality to support other projects. So where the town is actually the, re, the, the official recipient of these funds, it's $100,000. And they're, they're building, they're under construction now, they're building a new facility and it's in the town for their manufacturing they're a plastics manufacturer and um so we got the grant and this is one more step so this is agreement with ccmi and the town which basically sets some benchmarks like the grant requires them to uh, achieve some employment extra employment by this move it's not a ton i think it's about five or six additional jobs full-time jobs but good jobs and so this agreement says you know we will distribute the money to you, you know, based on certain benchmarks in your project and including meeting those employment standards. We talked, I think, in the last visit about the complete streets policy and the rollout of that has gone so well that you've gotten some extra money now from NYSERDA. Yes. um, So we're what they call a climate smart community. And so we, you, you do these practices or you establish policies that are beneficial to that. And we, the Complete Streets was one that we recently did, and it put us in another point category uh, and got us some more money uh, that we're, we're going to use for probably stormwater projects or things like that that uh, are, are, uh, will be beneficial to everyone in the town. All right, very good. Anything else, sir, from your end that you want to cover? 
No, uh, we did hear, um, you know, there's this box field behind the town hall that's going to yeah. be a turf field, and they got the wall up last year. But uh, our councilman, uh, Jeff Dunham, who's leading that project, uh, told us that the turf people, so the walls are up, the base is in, and stuff like that, but the turf people are anxious to get in to lay the turf down, and that's going to be done probably in April, and that'll be operational. Uh, as soon as it's done. So we have to do a little more work, roll the gravel one more time. Um, and then they come in and they put the turf down and then we're in business. And uh, Jeff with a group that's been helping him is going to establish sort of the rules of use. So how do you, how do you get to use it? Scheduling and things like that, but we want it to be humming, um, and it'll be in, in service uh, in the spring. All right, great news. Uh, this has been Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com with Geneva Town Supervisor Mark Benuti. Thanks as always. You're welcome. Thank you.